It was good to be in Sunday school this morning. I appreciate Sunday school and each one that was able to come. And uh, God bless uh, Brother Anthony to teach Sunday school. And, and boy, I tell you, heaven moved, and I appreciate it. And uh, I'm excited to be here right now. And glad for everybody to cheer. We got a nice crowd this morning. Uh, got some visitors with us and got some folks that's uh, come back to be with us this morning and haven't been here for a while. Uh, Mally and Austin Messick, we appreciate y'all being here and uh, appreciate uh, uh, Brother Russ uh, Stringfield and his wife uh, being here this morning. Uh, just glad to have everybody. I probably missed some folks, but I'm glad to, glad you're here. And uh, I want to read a, a verse of scripture in the book of Romans. Uh, Paul was uh, talking to the people of Rome, and he loved them so much, and he had a burden for them. And uh, here in the eighth uh, verse in chapter 1, he said, First, I thank my God uh, through Jesus Christ for you all. And he said, That your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. He said, For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of the Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request that if by any means now at length I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. And so uh, Paul was on the move. He loved people. He was about, he went about doing good, uh, following what the Lord did. And so uh, that's our goal and our mission that God's give us. We might not go to foreign lands. I don't mean that. Uh, but we need to be, uh, in our life, we need to be on a journey for the Lord. Let's stand for just a moment to pray as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, we thank you today for letting us feel your spirit this morning. God, thank you for letting us be in your house, and thank you for each one that's come today. Lord, thank you for each one that's uh, watching, listening on the live stream. Uh, God, I just pray that you just give us a, a hallelujah meeting this morning. Just let your spirit move in great power. Uh, God, we praise you today uh, for the journey that we are on with you. We ask you to bless us, God, this morning with a Holy Ghost meeting. In Jesus' name we pray, and amen. You can be seated. We turn the service over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 
92. Page 92.
Good to be here this morning. Thank God for being here. and uh, We had a good Sunday school. I thank God for Sunday school and uh, a lot of growth and, and learning that can take place if we get, to our, get our hearts right. And um, As we were there, uh, I'll try to explain this the best I can. We were around the fire pit up in the loft and um, Jordan explained it this way. He said, if this fire was here, he said, this is a fire that the church has. And we took objects like blankets and pillows. And he said, and we throw these on top. He said, you can't see the fire anymore. And he said, when you put the things of life in front of the fire, think about how much harder it is for people to get right. Because it hinders the fire. But the thing about it is that fire still glows and is still there just as much as it was. But I, I encourage you, church, this morning, let's get everything out of the way. Put everything aside. Come together for just a little while. I want to see somebody saved. And that's what it's going to take. Church, let's put everything to the side. Uh, at this time, we'll ask everybody to seated to stand. We'll take prayer requests. Anyone with an unspoken prayer request? Let's remember those. Anyone with a spoken prayer request?
heart failure, and she's probably early 40s. Um, I know she used to go to church a long time ago. I don't know what her condition is, no matter how hard her, her heart is. If she's not saved, she's got worse problems. Yeah. And so yeah. it's remember that whole family. That's powerful. Remember that. tried to sing up there and I sang with the kids and had a good time but I don't have much voice but I gotta sing this. It's talking about the fire. I know I don't, can't de get the details just right but I remember in the Old Testament there was some fellows I don't, I don't know if they were priests or what they were or son of a priest they tried to light something with their fire. See God come down from heaven and lit it and I don't know if it had gone out I can't remember but I know they tried to light it. There's a lot of strange fires out there that are lit by man but we've got the real thing and it's Jesus Christ of Nazareth who came and was laid in a manger. And uh, I try to sing this. I wasn't there on the shores of Galilee when Jesus touched blinded eyes and made them see. And though I did not see the empty tomb that day, I still believe. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I believe there is power in the blood of the Lamb. I believe there is healing in the touch of His hand. But the greatest of all My Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. I have seen the lowest sin, sick soul. That was me. Have life anew, be made clean, pure and whole. And I have felt him loose those chains of sin and set my spirit free yes i know what jesus did for me i believe there is power in the blood of the lamb i believe there is healing in the touch of his hand but the of all miracles was when my Jesus saved me. Yes, I know what Jesus did for me. That was good. I don't know what he's saying about church. Follow the Lord this morning. Don't think you're going to get in my way or anybody else's way. Uh, that's what we want to do is follow the Lord. You don't have a defined way to go. If you got something on your heart, do it. Anyone else with a prayer request this morning? If not, why?
steps there Every mountain, every ocean He hears my every prayer Though the devil tried to break me My sweet Jesus won't forsake me When I'm in my Savior's shadow Where I'm supposed to be Though the devil tried to break me My sweet Jesus won't forsake me When I'm in my Savior's shadow Where I'm supposed to be When I'm in my Savior's shadow Where I'm who I'm supposed to be Appreciate it, Bo. It takes a lot of courage to do something that young. I, I, I can appreciate that. Anybody else have anything this morning? We'll ask Bill to lead us in prayer. We wonder at this time if anybody would have a, a song or a testimony in their heart. And if you got it, don't hold it. I got the Lord put stuff in my heart and went home with it and regretted it for a long time. Surely you don't want to do that. So you got something for the Lord. for him as he comes. I'm uh, feel a lot like the way Eric does this morning. I'm uh, glad of what I got and, and where it came from and how I got it. And if you're ever going to get it, you're going to get it that same way. So just pray for me and I'll try to sing this song. <clears throat> My mind gets so stressed about the world that we're in. The struggles and battles and the heartache of sin. Old Satan's attack, the church of today. They've left God's old path and found a new way. But I thank God for the altar. That's where I got in. That old time conviction revealed all my sin. And that old King James Bible, it still works today. I thank God I was saved in the old-fashioned way. That old-fashioned preacher, they say he must go. Just give us a smooth one 
puts on a show. Don't sing us them old songs about dark Calvary. Just sing us a new song and happy we'll be. Oh, but I'd like to tell you I'm not going that way. I'll stay with the blood. That's the price Jesus paid. I was born in the fire, and the smoke will not do. I'm walking that old path, brother, how about you? And I thank God for the altar, that's where I got in. That old time conviction revealed all my sin. And that old King James Bible, it still works today. I thank God I was saved in the old-fashioned way. We appreciate that. appreciate Sean. Anybody else got anything? Something I like about that song, it says, I was born in the fire and the smoke will not do. Don't give me no soft stuff. Give it to me straight and strong. Uh, give it to me the way it was preached when I was a kid. Uh, I, don't, I, I love that song. It's good. Anybody else got anything? Well, let's pray for our pastor. Sure, good to be here. I appreciate what's happened already and what I feel. Glad that, uh, glad I'm here and glad I'm saved. Glad I know what they're singing about. And uh, got a great crowd this morning. And uh, uh, appreciate everybody. I believe we got the brother Kenny Walter and his family here back there this morning. I appreciate that. Uh, Sister Kim and their family. And I think I mentioned brother Russ, Sister Stephanie. Glad, glad these preachers that's with us. And uh, appreciate everybody that's here this morning. Uh, well, I'd like to see somebody get saved this morning. And uh, at the same time, if you're here and you're not where God would have you to be, if you're saved but you're not living for the Lord quite like you should, I'd like to see you really get in. And uh, I want to read this morning from the 107th Psalm, and then I, I may read uh, from the second chapter and the sixth chapter of Hebrews as we go along. Uh, but I want, to use, I want to tell you what uh, it's on my heart to preach about this morning. Before even I begin to read, I want to use a text like this. Sailing on life's ocean in 2021. Now, I want you to think about that. We're starting a brand new year. Uh, we're on a journey. We're like a, a sailing ship on the ocean. And uh, that's what God's laid on my heart. And if, if God helped me, that's what I feel like I need to preach this morning. But I want you to really pray. Uh, I want to read from the 107th Psalm. And uh, starting in verse 21, we'll read a few verses down through here, skip around a little bit. But in uh, Psalms 107, verse 21, I want you to really pray. I need your prayers. It says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving to declare his works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters. These are the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. Now go with me down to verse 29 and uh, I'll read three verses here. He maketh the storm a calm so that the waves are of our steel. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he bringeth them into their desired haven. That haven that means a harbor. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works for the children of men. And then I want to go on over to uh, Hebrews right now and uh, uh, get a little bit of uh, that, that second chapter at least, 
God willing. And uh, I want you to pray real earnestly. In the second chapter of the book of Hebrews, and uh, starting out in uh, verse 1, chapter 2, it says this. Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest uh, at any time we should let them slip. And as I begin to study this and do some uh, uh, research on the wording and the, uh, the Greek wording here, I found out something very interesting. Uh, these words in here uh, that says, uh, the more earnest heed, uh, that was a, a Greek word that was actually uh, literally meaning, uh, and I wrote this down, uh, to bring a ship into the harbor. And so these are mariner's words, and uh, probably, uh, probably the author of this book uh, was a seafaring man. And so when it says, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things of which we have heard, and talking about bringing a ship into the harbor, you just imagine if you were in a sailing ship, and it had been sailing and you were coming up to a place where you wanted to go into the harbor. Maybe, maybe needed to restock your uh, food and your water. Uh, maybe, maybe need to get some other essential things. When you were coming into the harbor, I want you just to imagine uh, what kind of trouble that there might be. The wind's blowing. Uh, the storm's bringing the winds. and uh, maybe, maybe the waves coming in and out. And the, the tide coming in and out. And, and even currents under the water. I'm telling you what, and I, I want to compare this, and with God's help, I want to illustrate this. Uh, as we go through life's journey, sailing on life's sea, uh, it's not always smooth sailing. Sometimes uh, we've got some things that are really against us. Well, I'll say all the time, I don't ever remember, Brother Anthony, I don't ever remember a time in my life since I've been saved uh, that the devil hasn't been bothering me. Uh, the winds and uh, the storms of life uh, beat against us sometimes. And, and you know, uh, and even the currents underwater. Uh, I like to compare that this morning. Uh, my own uh, human physical nature. Uh, one, I'll tell you what, one of the things that I've got that bothers me real bad that I have to contend with is my own carnal nature. Uh, I'm telling you what, it takes the Lord to overcome that. And so when it's talking about here, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed uh, to the things which we have heard. And then it comes on down here uh, and it says, lest at any time we should let them slip. Uh, that word slips, uh, another Greek word. And, and I, I jotted down here what that means. It says, means uh, to drift. In other words, like a ship uh, that's being drifted away from land. Boy, I want to preach this morning. Uh, we need to be careful on our journey as we sail down uh, 2021 uh, on the, the ship of uh, God's uh, ocean that he's let us live in. Uh, we need to be careful about uh, drifting. And I'll tell you what, I pray real hard this morning. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of things in life. And I've had periods of time in my life before uh, that I'd just be going along. I think, well, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, maybe uh, kind of looking at somebody else's life. Do you ever do that? Say, well, I'm not doing too bad. I'm not doing like them. I'm telling you what, that's one of the devil's tricks. God doesn't tell us to compare our life to somebody else's. He wants me to compare it to the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, when we compare our life to the Word of God, we can see where we're coming short. Let me tell you this, no ship has ever drifted into the harbor. Uh, can you just imagine, uh, go with you in your imagination and think with me now. Uh, can you imagine somebody being out on the ocean in a sailing ship and maybe if you could talk to them, say, where are you going? And they say, oh, I don't know. I, I'm uh, just kind of cruising along here. Uh, it'll turn out okay. Uh, everything will be all right. Uh, I'm telling you, a lot of ships uh, that I've known in my lifetime has crashed on the rocks. Uh, I, I've had some trouble on those rocks myself. Uh, a lot of uh, people that I've known in my lifetime uh, have gotten caught in the storms of life. But I, as I read to you there in the book of Psalms, uh, God's the one that can help us get into the harbor that we need to get into. And, but uh, listen to this. and want to read some more of this. Uh, let me read this again. Therefore, uh, we ought uh, to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Blessed at any time, we should let them slip. Uh, don't just go drifting through but listen to this. 
For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense and reward. Well, what's that mean, preacher? Now, that's a doctrine uh, that the world doesn't like anymore. Uh, uh, when uh, people sin, there's a price to pay. Uh, uh, there's uh, Listen to that. Uh, that every sin and disobedience shall receive a just recompense and reward. What's it talking about? Well, if you're a lost person and you die in your sins, uh, folks, you're going to go to hell. Uh, hell's a place uh, that burns with fire uh, and it's a place of torment and the fire's never quenched. Well, preacher, what about if you're saved and you can't go to hell? Praise God. I, I'm glad you can't go to hell if you're saved. Uh, but uh, Brother Russ, uh, I'll tell you what. I've had some times in life uh, that uh, God's chastised me. Uh, I, I suffered uh, some whipping uh, because of my sin. Uh, I know that's not a popular doctrine in the world and, and probably not a popular doctrine in some of our churches in the day and age that we live in. But if you don't live for God after you're saved, it'll cost you something. Well, preacher, what will it cost you? I'll tell you the first thing that will cost you. It will cost you the joy that you've got in your life. Uh, I, I've had time in my life uh, that I had to come like uh, uh, King David did. You know, David had sinned. He'd done some bad things. He was a man after God's own heart, but he made some real bad choices. Been away. But when he uh, come back, after the Nathan the prophet talked to him and, and, and pointed to him, said, Thou art the man. Uh, David began to repent and he prayed, God, uh, please restore the joy of salvation to me. Uh, uh, Create in me a clean heart. Give me a right spirit. If you're here today and you've been saved by God's grace and, and you're not living for God, just kind of uh, floating down, just kind of drifting along life's ocean, uh, I'd like to beg of you, uh, make an effort to get in that you might get in God's safe harbor this morning. And I want you to pray, uh, just real boy, I believe you are praying, and I keep saying that because I really need it this morning. As we think about these harbors, I just think about if you were sailing on a sailing ship and you were going uh, many places around the world, after you'd sailed a while, you'd need to go into a harbor. That harbor would be the goal that you had for 2021. Probably we all have some goals, even natural goals, and nothing wrong with natural goals. What kind of natural goals? Well, you know, probably I, I suspect a lot of people say, well, uh, in 2021, I, I'm gonna lose some weight. Uh, I, I'm going to get in a fitness program. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to eat right. Nothing wrong with that. That's all good. Uh, probably some folks have thought, well, I'm going to uh, change some things about where I live. I'm going to get me a different house or remodel my house that I've got. Maybe get me a different car, a different truck. Nothing wrong with those things. Uh, those, those are good goals. Uh, but I want to ask us a question this morning. When we think about the goals that we want to have in 2021, have we put some godly goals in there? Uh, you know, have, we, have we said in our minds and hearts in this year that's coming, uh, I want to do more for God. Well, what can I do more for God? Well, Jesus. Jesus uh, said to his little church back there, ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill, a light that can't be hid. Let your light so shine that others may see your good works and come in and glorify the Father. Let me ask us a question today. Uh, we need uh, to take a little inventory uh, starting 2021. Uh, am I letting my light shine like I ought to? Could it be a little brighter? Uh, could I do a little better? Uh, listen, I, I want to say this morning, uh, God uh, has got his people here for a purpose. Uh, listen, uh, this morning, uh, let me, uh, I got some other things here I want to talk to you about. Uh, uh, think about this uh, when we go through life. Uh, God's uh, got something. Well, you know what the redeemed need to do? It tells us back in, I think it's in the psalm, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Have we really been declaring who we are and what we are like we ought to? Boy, you were right on that track when you were sharing what Jordan said about the fire in the middle of the room. Take blankets and put over it. You can't see the fire burning anymore. Just like taking a candle. The scripture talks about taking a candle. He said, we don't take a candle. We don't light it and put it under a bushel. What good would it do? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, and I keep uh, referring to myself, using myself as a bad example. Uh, uh, listen, I've had times in my life uh, that my, uh, my candle's been completely covered up. I remember times sitting in the old church house uh, uh, on Albert Street, the brick building, second church house we had over there. I remember times sitting there, and the church was moving in great power. And, and I hadn't been out doing anything real ungodly, but I'd just been drifting along, back to that drifting part. I was just drifting along, and, and God was moving. He was calling some people and uh, God drew my attention uh, to a, another person sitting not too far from me, a couple seats on the other side of the aisle and I thought oh God, I, I'd like for them to get saved. 
Boy, uh, that was a good thought I had, but I'll tell you what God told me. He said, if you want him to get saved, uh, you ought to live right. He said, if you want him to get saved, uh, you ought to have fire in you. Boy, another uh, thing that connected what y'all's talking about, the fire. I'm telling you what, we need to be fired up. It's not enough just to uh, coast along. And, and so, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, nothing wrong with this. Uh, people need to have goals. Sometimes uh, people say, well, I'm going to get my finances in order. I'm going to try to devise me a plan where I can uh, save a little bit more money, uh, maybe work a little longer, maybe get a better job, maybe get a raise. Nothing wrong with that. Those are good things. Uh, but I want you to know, uh, we need to have God uh, first and foremost in our thoughts. Uh, if you had nothing wrong with this, either. sometimes people make them a list of their goals for the coming year. If you've got your goals written down, I'm not against that, not criticizing that, but, but read down through your goals and, and see if you've got God mentioned anywhere in there. Uh, think about it. Uh, boy, we got a great crowd this morning. Uh, got a lot of folks I'd like to see be able to come back to church. We got folks that's sick. We got folks that uh, don't come because they're afraid of the COVID. I understand it. I'm not criticizing that, but I'm telling you what, if you're able to come and God will let you and help you come, you ought to come. Uh, we need to be about the Father's business. Uh, we got people that's dying lost and on the way to hell. And so he said on down here in this scripture, uh, for if the word, this is uh, verse two uh, in chapter two, for if the word uh, spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense reward. Now get this, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Now, which in uh, the first began to be spoken of by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. God also bearing them witness both with uh, signs and wonders and with uh, diverse miracles and the gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. And so uh, what's it talking about? How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Well, two points I want to make. Uh, of course, if you're, if you're lost and you neglect it, uh, you can't escape, you'll die and go to hell. But if you've been saved, uh, there's been times in my life, boy, I keep telling on myself this morning, uh, there's been times in my life, there's uh, pages in my book of my life. If I could, I'd like to go back and tear that page out. Well, it's there, I can't tear it out. Now, there's been uh, times in my life when I neglected the salvation that was in my soul. It didn't make me lost again, uh, but it made me uh, uh, a dysfunctional Christian. It made me uh, one that was just uh, kind of drifting along uh, on the sea of life. Uh, let me tell you what, uh, we need to get in and quit drifting and help somebody. If you've been saved, uh, act like it. Uh, uh, say so. Uh, uh, take the steps that a Christian's supposed to take. Uh, get in. Uh, be on fire. Uh, boy, we need to be about the Father's business. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? God's told us. He's proved it. He showed it with signs and wonders. I'm telling you what. Uh, God's blessed us with such a great church. Uh, uh, we've got uh, so many things. Uh, even the other day when we had the, the youth uh, service and Lynn and I were blessed to be there with the young people and they were telling their experiences and telling the good things that God had blessed them with. And boy, speaking powerful. I'm telling you, we had a powerful spirit there. I believe God was even calling somebody to come to the altar there. And, and, and they told me about the youth meeting they had uh, uh, just after uh, the service we had uh, for New Year's Eve. Same thing. Powerful spirit. And even as we talk about it, and we have people testify here, and we, we see people mention, we've got so many miracles that God's done in our church. Uh, we've got so many people that the doctor said, look like uh, they're not going to make it, look like they're going to die. And the church prayed, and God answered prayers. And, and people uh, keep on keeping on. Uh, God give us a life, an extended to lifetime. God does so much. Uh, we ought to be so thankful. Uh, we ought not uh, be doubting what God's done. Well, that gets me uh, to the other part. I need to get over to the sixth chapter uh, of the book of Hebrews. You pray real hard about the 19th verse. Uh, ties right in with this. Uh, some more nautical terms over here. Uh, down in the 19th verse, uh, the writer of Hebrews says, which hope. Now, before I read on, I want to explain hope. Hope's not used in the Bible the way that we use hope uh, in our current language where we say, I hope to do this, I hope to do this. I guess I'm gonna do it. I think maybe I'm, that's not this hope. Hope here means that we have a steadfast expectation based on the word of God. I have a living hope. That's Jesus. And let me go on and read it. Which hope uh, we have, and this is another nautical term, uh, 
which hope we have as an anchor of the soul. We'll talk about an anchor and get this, both sure and steadfast, uh, which entereth into that within the veil. Oh, you know, back in the, in the law age in the temple, they had a veil in there and only the high priest went back in behind the veil uh, to offer the blood uh, on the altar behind the veil. But Jesus Christ is our high priest and he died and rose again. He went in behind the veil. He went in and offered his blood on heaven's altar. Uh, I've been washed in the blood of the lamb. If you've been washed in the blood of the lamb, uh, boy, you ought to be happy about it. Uh, praise God today. But let me go on uh, talking about uh, going in behind the veil, having this hope. It says, whither the forerunner, of course we know that's Jesus, but whither the forerunner uh, uh, is uh, for us entered, even Jesus made a high priest after, forever after the order of Melchizedek. But uh, let me tell you about that word forerunner. We know that was Jesus. He went ahead. But uh, studying the nautical terms, and, and get this, this is a real picture to me. I, I got a blessing when I got this. Back uh, in the, the Bible times, and we was talking about how hard it is to get a boat in the harbor and why you had to watch and listen and, and take all the information in and, and be real careful what you're doing. You can't just drift. You never drift the right way. Uh, drifting is going away from it. But talking about the forewarner, talking about the anchor of the soul uh, that's entered in behind the veil. Uh, boy, I'll tell you this, uh, back uh, according to the history, I'll just give you this and you can compare it uh, in your own mind and heart. Back then, when they had a ship, uh, that would come up to a harbor and maybe the waters were rough and uh, maybe the winds were strong. What they'd do, they'd take a little boat, a little small boat, and they'd put the anchor in the boat and they'd have people that would go ahead. They were the forerunner. Uh, they would go into the harbor and when they find a place uh, there in the harbor where there was a good solid rock, uh, they'd take that anchor down and they would attach it uh, to the solid rock. Well, when, maybe when daylight come or maybe when the winds died down just a little bit or whatever, or maybe not. Uh, but anyway, the ship was out there. Uh, uh, the forerunner was already gone into the harbor. The anchor was already on the solid rock. Boy, I've got an anchor today uh, that grips and holds a solid rock. Well, here's what happened. Uh, then when it come time uh, for the ship to come into the harbor, see, it's still out in the rough waters. Uh, folks, uh, we're still out sometimes in rough waters. Uh, but our anchor, our forerunner, he's already entered in behind the veil. He's anchored. Well, I've got a connection to my anchor. What is it? I want to say it's the grace of God. It's my accord uh, that's got me attached to the anchor uh, that's in the harbor. Well, when the time come, uh, those that were in the harbor, they'd pull the ship in. Boy, I'm telling you what, I'm not worried about where I'm going. I'm not worried about what lies ahead. I want to live long as I can, have a good life, but I'm not worried about death. If you're worried about death, you need to get your anchor that's holding a solid rock. We just imagine, you just imagine uh, them uh, pulling the boat in. Uh, uh, oh, I can see in my imagination, I can see the people on the boat uh, cheering and say, yeah, praise God, now we're in the harbor. We're in the harbor. And so if you're here and you're lost, you need to get in God's heavenly harbor. If you're here and you're saved, as you travel through life's journey in 2021, as you're sailing the oceans of life, or are you doing it uh, with a real zeal? Uh, you say, well, preacher, I don't know much about the Bible. Uh, do you read it? Uh, you need to read the Bible. And now we've started Sunday school back. You can come to Sunday school. You come, come to church when you can. Uh, talk about the things of God. Uh, probably need to have a song here pretty soon. But listen today. Uh, where are you at on life's ocean in 2021? This is the start of this year. If we're not careful, uh, if time stands, if we're not careful, uh, we'll be coming up and saying, it's 2022. And Brent, uh, I'm afraid sometimes we look back say, I was gonna, I was gonna do this. I'd planned on doing that. But somehow I, I just got busy and I never got around to it. We just drifted. Uh, are you doing things that God wants you to do? Are you being a help to anybody? Praise God we can be. So stand, sing a song. If you need to come and pray, do it this morning. We need to get in. Don't just drift along and die and go to hell if you're lost. Or don't just drift along and miss your chance to help somebody if you're safe. Come. Come while we sing.
God have mercy. Help us, God. Please come. Please come. God help us this morning. Where are we at? On life's ocean in 2021. Well, God's given us the start of a brand new year. I'm excited about it. But for it to be what it can be, we need to do our part. Do you care? If you're lost, do you care about your soul? If you want to get saved, you got to do something. You can't save yourself, but you got to seek the Lord. Seek Him while He may be found. Call upon Him while He's near. Trust Him today for salvation. You know, life has obstacles that gets in our way. Sometimes those winds of circumstances in life, we get hit with some hard blows sometimes. That doesn't change God. In my life as a pastor, I've many times along the way, I've talked to somebody quit serving God or quit going to church. They bring up something bad that happened. My friend, that's not a reason to quit serving God. God didn't treat you bad. God gave his son to die on the cross and he raised him from the dead. God that loved you that much wouldn't treat you bad. But the winds of life and circumstances that blows against us, they can hit us pretty hard. Instead of quitting, just snuggle up closer to the Lord. Say, help me, Jesus. It's like that song that Joe sings and Linda sings. I think that's it. There was never a time. I'm telling you what, there was never a time that God failed me or let me down. There was never a time that he wasn't there for me when I called on him. Would we make an effort? Listen, you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to be an outlaw to need to come and pray at the altar. Well, I wonder sometimes if we've partly forsaken the altar of repentance. If there's things in your life that shouldn't be and God's stirring your heart, come and pray. We ought not be embarrassed at coming to the altar. That's one of the tools that God gave us to keep us from drifting along on life's journey. You think about this. There's so much that we need to do for the Lord and so much that he wants us to do. Now, God's done wonderful things for us. He couldn't have done more. But he wants us to do some things for him. Are you willing to serve him today? If you're lost... If you're lost, you can get saved when God calls you. And if you're saved, you can get a blessing when you obey the Lord. Are you willing? Are you willing this morning to come and pour it all out to the Lord? Let me ask us a question this morning. Do we feel like we're where we need to be? You don't have to be an outlaw to say, no, I really, I'm not where I need to be. I need to move up. I need to get in. I need to have more power with God. I need to do more for God. I need to help my people more. Are you giving it a great effort to help your people? If you're not, boy, get in. They need help. Our people need help. Our lost people need help. Our brothers and sisters that are struggling need help. We're the help that God uses through his power to reach out and help them. And when we help somebody else, it'll help us. Boy, I, I don't know anybody's heart, but I believe somebody needs to come pray this morning. Would you come this morning? Would you come right now? Up to you. Please obey the Lord. Get on board. It's your old ship as I. Please come.
this morning. You know, as we start this new year, just in the beginning days of it, uh, let's not let down. Let's, let's press on into it and do what God wants us to do. And, uh, start this year and, and move right on into it. And with, just keep pressing on. Keep pressing into the year that God's given us. And, and let's do everything today that God wants us to do that we might have a better tomorrow and we can grow. See, when we get saved, the Bible talks about growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. And if you get saved, boy, that's wonderful. You're going to heaven. But if you're going to help anybody and if you're going to have happiness in your life, you need to obey the Lord and do the things that God has said to you to do as a saved person. While the young people sing today, I pray that you might come if God's calling you. Obey the Lord. Yeah, amen. Please, Lord. Oh, God loves you so much. Would you just come? Just surrender to the Lord and come. It doesn't mean you're a bad person if you come to the altar. It means you're a person if you come out of your heart. It means you're a person trying to move up and do some things for the Lord. I believe there are some people here who need to come. I believe God's calling you. The devil's fighting you. See, as God's calling you to come into that harbor, those winds of time and life and resistance Satan's blowing against you but you can come in spite of the devil and, and I guarantee you this based on my own experience if God's speaking to you this morning and you let Satan talk you out of coming when church is over and you're leaving and you're gone you're going to say man why didn't I go talk I could, I could be feeling better. I, I could be happier. I could have got this all settled. I should have went when God was calling. I've done that before. I want you not to do that this morning. I'm glad there came a time that I quit doing that. And I stepped out with God's help by faith. And I came to the altar. And I got what I needed. Come on. Come on. Some's wavering. I should go, no, yeah, no. But come on and, and do what you're supposed to and come get in. Amen. Yeah. Listen.
I appreciate that singing. Appreciate your prayers. Good to be here today. Anything on anybody's heart to do or say before we turn over for any announcements? Anything? Well, we've got a great crowd. I just, I'm amazed, and I, I appreciate every visitor. Uh, if I didn't name you, I apologize. Sometimes it's hard with the mask. And I think that's so-and-so, but I hate to name them because it might not be. But I'm glad everybody's here. And uh, the Lord's mighty good to us. Uh, pray for service time tonight at 6 o'clock. Remember prayer meeting, pray for it at 7 o'clock, Wednesday night. We've got a lot of people we need to be praying for, and I believe we are. But let's press on into that. Any announcements now? Just want to remind everybody we have Bible study on uh, Tuesday for the men. I'm not sure about the women, um, but it's going to be at 7 o'clock. It's uh, on Zoom. Uh, it's all virtual. So if you want to join us, just let me know, and I'll get you over the invite. Appreciate that. Any other announcements? Okay. All right, remember that. Okay, well. Uh, some of the deacons have already gone to the back, I think, and they'll help you. Uh, we'll ask people to kind of just pause once we've had a dismissal prayer. Just pause where you're at, and our deacons will release you a row at a time from the back. That way we don't get in a big cluster, a big crowd. Uh, makes it uh, safer that way. And uh, so as people go on out, then uh, we even encourage people not to make a cluster in the foyer, but just to go on outside if you uh, got... Uh, a lot of talking you want to do. Not trying to be unhospitable, but just, just you know, trying to use proper safeguards. And uh, thank God for everybody here this morning. And uh, also, offering plates will be in the back. If you have offering that you'd want to put in there, the plates will be there for you to put it in. And so you do that according to your feeling in your heart. But really pray. And uh, let's pray for each other. And pray for me. I need your prayers. If nothing else, we'll ask Brother Brent to pray this missile. Over us, Lord, and guide us, Lord, and bring us back to thy safety.